Ah, yes, come on back. All four of us are here for a Golf Nerds episode. First time for that in a while. Can't wait. The Cat Daddy, Adam Jarvis, the Guru, James Kearns, and Jordan Raider. We're going to come up with a name for him eventually on this podcast. We're going to talk all things about Tony Finau, TFF, winning at Liberty National, the FedEx Cup format, a little bit about the BMW Championship. We're going to talk a lot about a, a fall golf trip and uh, we're going to have a fall foursome draft as well from the PGA Tour. We might even get a, into some uh, a lot about hole seven. Um, and there might, uh, there might be some juice on the line. Real excited to have you guys join us. Pace of play will also be a nice discussion this afternoon. And we're going to have some special breaking news as well as some other breaking news about uh, a player that will be joining us, uh, a guy who played at Keough Island at the PGA Championship. going to be real fun. We'll tell you all about that, but you guys know what to do. If it's in the morning, grab the coffee, Phil style. Let's go, Phil. Have a big one here at the BMW this week. And if it's in the evening, grab that drink and come on back because we're talking all things golf here on the porch. Let's go. I mean, you say that. I drove to New York, fucking Long Island, in a day. Somehow made yeah. that a day trip. <laughs> well, it wasn't a day trip. You camped in your car. That's I mean, true. That yeah, was an overnighter. Drove, drove up. Hey, for what it's worth, we should all, like, I don't know how we'll do it because Raiders in Texas and Jamie's in North Carolina, whatever else, but. How cool would it be if, like, the four of us went and did that same thing, uh, go up to Beth Page, and then recorded from, like, our car in the parking lot that night? Ooh, I would mm. love that episode, Jarv. That would be, be phenomenal. That would be phenomenal. Pretty not bad. Yeah. I actually got so, hit up randomly by Jay Still, like, two days ago. He's going up there this upcoming weekend. Nice. He's just, like, asking, uh, like, advice on it. And I told him, like, Take some beers, like it's a tailgate atmosphere. Definitely take your putter and go out onto like eighteen green at night and do some night putting. Hey, night putting's where it's at, man. We cut yeah, our be on the ninth, be on the ninth green at nine. Where yeah, you that'd, that'd be a yes. cool little uh, YouTube video if we did that. Very cool. Shit, ready? You and all, t- all types of content now. Look at yeah. you. Damn, that mixed media. We need that merch. <laughs> Lefty loop. Lefty. <laughs> right, so what are we, what are we about to talk about? I've got the thing. <laughs> I actually really like that. We can let's take two off the first tee now, fellas. Um, yeah, might as well. Tony fucking Finau is what we're gonna talk about, Jarv. <laughs> finally, for you, Blano. Finally, man. Hey, and you know what sucks is that like I got I got mesmerized by my boy Cam Smith this weekend, and I I won less money than I should have. Understandable though. Ah <sighs> man, I mean. I absolutely love Cam Smith. I do too, Cat. I love Cam Smith. Dude, it's Joe Durr and me just out there crushing it. I mean, oh, so say. Is there any, anybody else you'd rather just like grab a beer and go fishing with? Just based off looks alone. Based off looks alone. Yeah, I mean, there's probably did, several, what several about other his guys comment, you'd like to go fishing with. But. Yeah, did you see the comment he made? About winning the FedEx Cup and be like, oh, I might just get some fishing gear with that fifteen million, but you know, not a big deal or anything to me. 
<laughs> like, okay, Cam Smith, I'll see you. I don't think you get that money right away. I think you have to retire first, but still. Retire to win the $15 million in the FedEx Cup? Yeah, I think you have to retire. I don't think you get it right away unless it's changed. It used to be. But you get a big check. Yeah. Which is cool. I've always kind of wondered how they, like, just paid out 15 mil. Like, do they just write a check? Like, how does that actually work? Hey, I actually saw a big check a few weeks back at the Power for literally $400 for a property. Yeah. Like, someone claimed unclaimed property. It was the most the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> like the check literally probably cost more than what the check was written for um yeah, why did they have what, what was the thought process for having that made I, no i guess it just looked cool and like it was going to be a presentation you know hey this person won money you can too all whopping 460 bucks i mean honestly I'm... it'd be fun I would love one. It'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. You could be like happy off of every course. Just get your get your winnings and big checks, you know? Yeah, just throw it in the back of the car, head to Subway. That's right. <laughs> you know, I'm more of a Jersey Mike's guy myself, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah honestly, it is. It's, just, it's fresher. It's a Subway. Gotta above. be honest. Yeah. Well, no plus, the Mike's way itself is just perfect. Like with a club. Right. Mm, yeah. Hungry. But let's get back to Fee now. <laughs> Speaking of TFF, did you see that order that he he had after he yes. won? It was fucking sweet. I mean, I want to know hungry. what he had a roost Chris too, though. What was it? What was the order? I didn't see that. A big oh, hit him with a double quarter, uh, chicken nuggets, and something else. That's a lot. <laughs> a man like of the it. people. I like it. Cam Smith is man of the people. Had a McFlurry, too, there, Raider. Oreo. Cam Smith is a good follow on Instagram. Basically, all it is is just, I mean, he posts pictures of him fishing, and, like, occasionally, it'll be like, you know, one of his sponsors will make him post a picture of some golf shit and, like, tag tag them in it. But, I mean, (laughs) the dude really, all he does is just, when he's not golfing, he's fishing. Hey, and that's probably a pretty good life and good good job to have. Like, if you're not golfing, all these places have cool-ass places you can fish, too, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I don't know this, but I'm sure he probably lives down there in Jupiter with all the other guys. And I mean, you know, probably lives on the water. And what else are you going to do? You're rich, you're young. You're like, gonna go, go, fish. go fishing. Yep. Have a day. That's a damn good life. Get to see Paul and Gretzky. You're not kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, speaking I of tell, Paulina. I tell Pauline is looking Cam Smith's way too much. There he is. But. Hey, you never know, man. If he keeps winning like this, you know, get on that that DJ level. You never know. Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Lose the zero, get with the hero. You know what I mean? That's Cam Smith's motto at this point in time. Hey, 15 mil would make anybody more attractive, but God, wouldn't that be funny? I mean, that would be more of a a, a kind of upside-down situation than than Jason and Amanda Duffner. That's upside-down, all right. Poor Duff Daddy. He just lost his car, didn't he? I think so. Uh, the best one is when he won the PGA. He just grabbed her ass. That's called big league. He's letting everybody else know. That's what he's tapping tonight. That's ball and hole. Ball and hole. Ball and hole. Um, so, hey, I I tell you what though too. I would I I know um old old Tony Finau now. I didn't see him get a hug from anybody but John Rahm on Sunday or on Monday. Class act. For real, though, right? 
I've, I've tried to hate LeBron for whatever reason, but can't. You can't dude, hate him. He seems like a real man. Just seems like a real genuine dude. He does. Like, absolutely one of those guys. Why did you do? Just the way he reacted to, to not to, to having the COVID situation in Columbus and then not being able to play in the Olympics and just all these things. And just he continues to have a great attitude. It's all about him and his son. He's going to leave the Masters if his son was born. I yeah, son. The same. Yeah. Raider, why did you say that you tried to hate him? Because I feel like a lot of people have thought that way. And, and in fact, even me at one point, I don't know why. I think it's I think more the attitude. That but he really have an attitude. Is it Ryder Cup? Though? No, he, course, he gets but... so mad. I think is why. But now you see all these good things like coming out about him. It's just like, man, I can disregard that now. I think it's that. I think it's also his temper, and I think we, we, especially our generation, grew up with Sergio and. Maybe we assert, associate. We know how the John. Spaniards can be. Exactly, uh. we associated John Rom with like that typical Spaniard, like I don't want to say douchey, but like arrogance about him. Well, and that's, see, that's what that's what Sergio has done because, like the the typical you know Spaniard golfers, I guess they, they think of like they're not all all douchey, but they are emotional, passion. They show you what they're feeling. And the difference was Sergio made that douche because Sergio was a douche. So, so yep. now, you know, poor because, John Rom is trying to work that off. Hey, you know what it is, Jar? You think yeah. about all the way back from Seve, right? Because Seve kind of had that – it's kind of a mercurial personality, right? Because they don't necessarily speak English as well. And they're not necessarily kind of looked upon as favorably because of, of all that and kind of being more quiet at times, especially Rom at times. And I think Seve was the same way. And then Sergio became what Sergio was, and then you have that negative connotation that goes on to John Rom. Yeah, Dude. I would agree with that. Well, especially with Tiger being Tiger, and then Sergio is trying to overthrow him. It, I, I playing in America so much, everybody just went to Tiger automatically, so they just ruled Sergio just a bad guy. And I kind of, yeah. kind of thought the same way with Rom. But yeah, he has a temper, but we all have tempers on the golf course, so. Exactly. Yeah. He's passionate about it. Exactly. Rom's just a dude. I mean, he's got a little bit of a belly, but he hits the ball a ton. He, like, gets mad and cusses himself. Who doesn't? Uh, you know, he's a family guy. He, you know, knocked a girl up outside of wedlock. We can all respect that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, you're just carving yourself, like... Maybe that's why I like John Rom. Minus a Spanish accent. I'm fucking John Rom. <laughs> yeah. And minus several million dollars in, you know, some majors and success and stuff. Some, but, some of the long you know. right, Jar? Yeah. The, uh, being good at golf, not going The physique and child. Me and Ron, buddy. We're basically twins. Yeah, buddy. You see, you get that short backswing like his now. Jarvo now, I guess, right? <laughs> Dude, I'm going to be pretty pumped for the conversation with Tyler. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're – uh... We'll tease that here a little bit um, just to kind of hear and uh, see what he saw out there. It's going to be kind of fun, but uh, why not? Well, no reason to tease it. So we're going to have here in a couple weeks um, Tyler Collette, who played in the PGA Championship this year, uh, joining us here uh, with the golf nerd. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm real I'm real intrigued, and I'm real excited to talk with him and uh, kind of learn, pick his brain a little bit on what he's been what he's been up to of late. I don't know about y'all, but I got some 
I got a few questions already. I want to know like what the pressure is like, okay, when we play each other, we'll say for $20 and we have that 10 footer to win. It's like, I know I'm shaking. I'm getting nervous. But when you talk about thousands of dollars, like how's your butthole not pucker? Yeah. Well, shit, guys, I'll be honest. The pressure, the pressure of just trying to show that you've improved as a golfer is enough sometimes for some of us, let alone money being on the line. I want to know how about just to like hitting out like with fans around you. Like I could shake this and kill grandma right here. Like (laughs) real possibility. Dude, not even on the course. Walking into the locker room and there's all of these pros. Like, and then you got to go out on the range and yeah, there's fans, but there's also you know Phil Mickelson on the other end of the range and and everybody. You know, granted, you can probably take comfort in the fact that nobody's there to look at you. So yeah, you can kind of do whatever you True. want. But if I'm over, over there hitting the hosel rockets left and right, they're going to be like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> Dude, I'd sign Hitting him off the heel. Dude, my <laughs> butt would be so tight I couldn't squeeze a fart out. Like, I, there's no way I could, I'd could. i be able to hit a golf shot. Dude, that first tee, can you imagine that first drive? Like, just please make contact. Oh, I'm killing somebody. No doubt. I was nervous, like, hitting the first tee shot at best pace because you have everybody who saves the night, like, sitting there at the first tee watching everybody hit. Like, you get over the ball and you have 20, 25 people staring at you. You're like, damn, just make contact. Just make contact. <laughs> and then it feels real good and you strike one down the middle. And you're like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Don't pop it up. Don't pop it up. <laughs> oh, man. I mean – now, when you when you played Beth Page, that first tee shot, what happened? Oh, I hit a fucking great ball. I said, I told this guy all day, I was like, I'm going to just hit a cut off of like that tree right out there and did. And it's great to just be able to step up to the ball and know what shot you're going to hit and execute. Committed there's to not, it. There's not a better feeling in the world. And then oh, my daddy gave me a bad yardage. I was like, mm. fuck. <laughs> Man, you sound like Bubba Watson blaming your caddy. Dude, he did. <laughs> he was like, yeah, hit a, hit a nine iron. It's like 150. I was like, this is going to jump out of this. I should probably be hitting a pitching wedge, but whatever. You gave me the distance in the club. And, of course, I went long into the rough. I was like, blaming blaming the caddy. You know your game. Why are you yeah, letting him take your, your game to you? There yeah, lies after, your problem. You said 150 that, and drew a nine iron. Hit the gym, buddy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get them cat distances, son. You don't know yeah, where the hell it's wedges. going, but it's deep. I, I don't have them cat. Cat just cranked up. That's a 48-degree all day. I'm going to be left or right of the green or beyond it and leave myself a terrible putt, and I'm not going to get up and down, but I'll be damned I got 150 in that 48-degree all day. Yeah, cat. You wait till you play the, the cove. <laughs> then you can talk. I'm not saying I'm going to score well. I'm just going to say I'm, I'm going to hit it hard. Hey, you're still hitting that, pit, that 48 degree 150. Yeah, it's going to go 150. <laughs> I don't know where the hell that 150 is going to end up, but it's going to go the distance. That's the objective yeah, of the game, right there. You ain't going to have too many 150 shots. I promise you that. Maybe on my third, Jamie. Yeah, maybe on your third, you might have 150, but. You about to have two hundred plus into everything. And honestly, that's where these guys are so much better than us because like we can go out and play most of the courses around here. And even like when you go on golf trips and stuff and, and you play it, it back a little bit, like I don't know. 
you're still not playing these 7,900 yard courses that these guys are playing. I mean, that is just such a, a different ball game. I mean, I, I don't have four irons in the most par fours. And if I did have four irons in the most par fours, I'd probably shoot 90 every time. Like, I'm I, just, I don't have that game. Yeah, I guarantee you I'm not hitting that green. <laughs> Maybe pin high off to the left about 20 yards with that four yeah. iron. <laughs> That's yeah. the shortest buck. I just got to keep it in play, and hopefully you can get up and down. That's the only yeah. way you're playing those days. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, scramble your ass off. It's when you hit three greens and you make a bunch of putts. And... No, my my luck, I'll be like Cam Smith on that playoff hole Monday and just go <laughs> go right of right. Right of right there, boys. Hey, I've been working on that on the, the range and got, did something with the hand placement a little bit. It's been been working out there. Excited to take it out to the real course. Just don't want to pull Cam Smith. Uh, I feel you. It's going to happen, though. <laughs> I know uh, on the talk of my course, I was looking at this Caves Valley. It looks very similar. Really? Uh, like, I'm just looking at the photos, and it's cool. Um, these courses that get tour events, and, like, nobody really knows about them. It's not even that so, far from us. Right there in Maryland. Yeah, I get to showcase courses. Uh, it's a shame cooler courses don't get tour events solely on logistical purposes, just because you can't have fans. That's why, like the course I work at, had a tour event. The that's how it debuted, uh, and they just can't have any more events there because there's not parking. Logistically, it doesn't make sense. I didn't know that place had a tour event. That's cool. Yeah, we – okay, so it was a nationwide event when it was the nationwide tour. Uh, yeah, it, it was. it's one of the very few courses that have debuted with a PGA tour event – or with a, a tour event in general. Like, that's how they opened the course. Wow. That's a pretty cool way to open the course. That, I yeah, mean, yeah, tell yeah, with a bang, cool right? Way. This this Caves Valley course, they didn't play here previously, right? What what did this take no. the place of? So, it's just the rotating the, BMW, essentially. Yeah, the the BMW rotates courses. Ah. I, I'm so, pretty sure the one last week does as well. Yeah, or Northern Trust does as well. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. So yeah, all no. of the all of the playoffs all the playoff courses do until they get to East Lake. Exactly. Yeah. I'll rotate. Yeah, yeah, the more you know. It's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> the more you I know. I do like that. I do like that aspect of the FedEx Cup, but... I mean, hey, Jamie, the fact that... getting that, 10 strokes. The nah. fact... Nah, I hate that. Now, I'll tell you this, though, too. The fact that you're saying that Kays Valley is... That I've been hearing Kays Valley is a bomber's course, and it reminds you of, of the cliffs in the cove here. I'm I'm a little worried. Uh, I will probably have you play, like, the three T's. Cat, uh, you don't have to I'm, play the way back. We'll play like the twos. Uh, yeah. So, Jamie, I don't care that you're an assistant pro. I don't care that you work on a golf course. I don't care that you've played 150 rounds to my one. I will never in my life, not on my fucking deathbed, will I take strokes from you, or will I play a different T set than you? Okay, I'd rather lose by 20 than, than lose my dignity. I hope you understand to be, that. To be honest like, with you, uh, I want to play the same T's as you as well, Jamie. Same, <laughs> Jamie. Everything Cat just said. <laughs> that's fine I, I'm just giving you the 
I mean, Kat, you were always playing the same keys as me. Playing the, I mean, we did that at uh, uh, at the river course. The river course, like play yeah. different keys, just because like I was playing the waybacks, and like I wasn't going to play. Have you play from seventy eight hundred yards? You weren't going to enjoy that. You didn't enjoy seventy eight hundred yards. Uh, I he played pretty well. Challenge, like yeah. I do I mean, enjoy just going out there knowing it's about to be hard to sell, but like dude, you're gonna grind that, and see what you it, get. That's a lot of fun, yeah, man. It is. It's like trying to break eighty at Valhalla or break ninety at Valhalla, like we did. It's just like you're playing a course that tests your game. If you're playing from the way back, it's like it's a tour course, like it is tour quality. Yeah, like, it is a, it's a tough golf course. Y'all are gonna love it. It's an awesome course. I'm so pumped for that. I'm jealous of y'all. I'm, I'm kind oh, of excited man. to have a caddy too for the first time in my life. Not gonna lie, probably be y'all have, at me a lot. Y'all but... have to have the caddy. No, but I'm I'm buddies with the caddy master. Oh, um, well, might as well. Yeah, might as well. Like, uh, they're not paying for the parking. They're not paying for the green fee. Like, they're getting a three hundred and fifty dollar round giver cake for free. So like. Y'all can pony up the $25 plus tip for a caddy. Yeah, I think we can tip well on that one. Yeah, I might be able yeah. to tip double. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tip real well. Like, let's be real. Like, getting the, uh, enough dollars off, like. Yeah, no, that, that's got. a deal of a deal. <laughs> let's be real now. Yeah. Like we said, and that's you know that's crazy. Is that weekend is Ryder Cup weekend, college mm. football. I mean, a weekend that's I didn't even realize that was Ryder Cup nice. weekend. Yeah, buddy, yeah, Ryder Cup weekend. Oh man, I mean, I, I it makes sense now. Like, but I just never put two and two together. God damn, and we'll, and we'll be at a sports book that weekend in person. Yeah, you will be. Have a day. Have a weekend. <laughs> yeah. Have a weekend, cat. I'm excited for you to play Sequoia Cat. Honestly, I think I'm more mm-hmm. excited for that than I am for you to play Michael. I don't know, buddy. I think no I'm way. more excited to, to play yours. Um, Sequoia's we, pretty sweet, though, Jarv. Will you be able to go play Sequoia with us? Will you be able to go play Sequoia with us the next day, or will you be working? No, I'm taking the next day off. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I'm gonna I'm coming to Sequoia with the boys for sure. James That's is right. in. Ski dog yeah. is in. Raider, y'all have fun. We, we apologize for talking so much about this, buddy. Raider, they have these things called flights, and you can hop on one at any given time. I don't have a job yet. Uh, you can pimp yourself out or sell blood. <laughs> or Raider, uh, actually, no. I mean, in all in all seriousness, though, like I can talk to Amanda, and she'll probably be fine with it. I have, we have like a three hundred dollar Allegiant credit. And they have direct flights from Asheville to two different cities in Texas. This I'm is such saying, great radio. I'm sure everyone loves us this, working this out. This is riveting. All 30 of our listeners are really intrigued right now. Hey, hey, because there will be a lot of content that comes off of this week, though. So, I mean, that's true. Saying. Yeah. Plus, hey, we, I mean, I'm hoping that we play a little. Ryder Cup format that weekend, considering like it's the weekend of we'll the Ryder Cup. We'll definitely do some games. Yeah, oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. We'll have to do some some There's games, a... some gambling, some side pots. I mean, it, it'll be a whole event. 
I'm getting my game right for this. Is what I'm trying to do. What weekend is this? Me and you both, Blaine. Uh, December the twenty fourth through the twenty sixth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the hoping Herd I can play once, or, once or twice between now and then. Yeah. <laughs> Herd plays in Boone on Thursday night, and then golf the rest of the weekend. Love it. Hey, speaking of the Ryder Cup, though, now that P. Reed's uh, got the double pneumonia, um, his spot's up for grabs, or is are you still picking him on the team, or what's what are we thinking there? Dude, P. Reed's wife sent out that big long thing asking for prayers and support. She needs to lose the long face. If anybody can cheat death, it's P. Reed, right? Like, <laughs> he is totally, he is totally gonna play. He, he literally the only saving grace he has with like American fans is that he's cool in the Ryder Cup. Like you hate P. Reed, and like you know the only people that hate us more are the European fans. So like. That's his only saving grace. He will be there. No, no double pneumonia shit's going to keep him out. He's fine. <laughs> that, that said, he, he's going to have to be a captain's pick because he's not in right now, right? Uh, no, I mean, he's he's not technically in. No, he's not, Jarv, at the moment. I mean, I would think he probably would be a captain's pick just based off body of work. But, I mean. How's I the know. recent form then, though, been for P. Reed? If you think about it, not been great. Yeah, I mean, great. he hasn't done much. No, I mean, I wouldn't put him in there. I don't he think did I would either. The right round, now. which which major was it? Was it uh, Story Ponds that he he did top for like the low rounds of the tournament out there? So at least like threw True. together one good round. But yeah. well, that's been since. I mean, that's back in June at the Open. Yeah, I did it do a while ago at, now. Uh, of recent memory, I mean, he went over and played in the Olympics, but he didn't do well. Okay, actually, if you look, I, I just pulled it up. He is 10th in Ryder Cup points right now, so he's not awful. No, um, not, not awful by, by any means, but if he doesn't play and he's coming off of this, do you still want him on the team? I mean, we're less than, you know, 20 days away, and the guy's dealing with double pneumonia right now. No, at, it's going to take away a lot of his energy. At 10th in points, I take him <clears throat> just based off, again, body of work, because th- they changed the format this year. In previous years for Ryder Cup – the top eight in points got in, and then the captains had four picks. Now it's right. six and six. The top six get in, and captains get six picks. I, um, I like that, to be honest with you, because it, it does reward the guys who had the amazing seasons, right? But it also gives more of a kind of um, a, a chance for that captain, right, this year being Steve Stricker, chance to pick his dudes and actually try and win instead of just being like, well, you had a great year, you're on the team. Like, you can get a little more strategic with it now. So, in front of Patrick Reed and points, the so top six get in. Right now, the top six, Colin Morikawa, number one. Obviously, that's a pick. Dustin Johnson. Hey, but you know what, though, Jarv, real quick, though, about Morikawa, that injury uh, that he's got going on right now, that's that's intriguing for the Ryder yeah. Cup especially. Um, he's playing better than anybody right now, so hey, hopefully he plays. I mean, as a fan of the U.S., you you want Colin Morikawa. The dude's incredible right now. Absolutely. If he's healthy. If he's healthy. Um, but yeah, so number one, Morikawa. Two, Dustin Johnson. Three, Bryson. Four, Brooks. Uh, five, JT. Six, Tony Finau. He just moved up a spot. Um, all right, so now you get into the captain's picks. Those are the guys that are in as Speed. of now, which, granted, that could change. Um, seventh spot, you got Xander. I would take Xander over P. Reed. I yep, would. I'd take, yep, Speed. All right, do you take Speed over P. Reed? He's at eight. Yes. Yes. I'm not All sure right. I'm taking Spieth, though. I, I, I think you could debate that one. Number nine, I'm taking P. Reed over Harris English. I, I am not. not. I am I'm not either, either, Jamie. Harris yeah, English like, has been playing good, but 
Ryder Cup Reed. I mean, I, I hate P. Reed. He's a douche. He cheated. He got kicked out of Scott, out of Georgia. I had to go to Augusta State. Nobody likes him. Wife's ugly. The bro- brother-in-law's a douchebag. Nobody likes Patrick Reed. But in the Ryder Cup, he's good. I mean. <laughs> I don't think he had a very good. Jamie was offended by his comments, Jarv. Jamie's a fan of Patrick Reed. <laughs> you heard it here first. He's a Reed stand. He was offended by the Harris English thing and then offended by the P. Reed comments, man. He, he wants Harris English and Patrick Reed, and you can't tell him otherwise. It's right, and he's out on that. Now, I, I will say this. Harris English has been winning. He had that one terrible round. He admitted getting put on the clock, like kind of screwed him up. Another thing, why do these guys give a shit when they get put on the clock in the last group on Sunday? Ain't nobody behind you. Just play. Yeah. That happened again on Monday with um with Cam Smith, uh, Rom and Eric Van Royen, and Van Royen ended up hitting it in the water after that. Like, dude, who cares what they tell you? Like, they ain't gonna make you not gonna quit running. But but if they put you on the clock, can't they assess a stroke if you take too long? Yeah, but how yeah. long? I mean, are they really ever gonna? I mean, they're not gonna take that long. Like, just it's no. after somebody hits a bad shot. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It's not like for, it's what, it, for, for what it's worth. I, I, trust me, I, I want to sound like a total hypocrite here because there's nothing I hate more than a five-hour round ever or even a four-hour round. There's no need for that. That's just because we're out playing a, a on a Saturday. If I'm playing for millions of dollars, don't you dare put my ass on the clock. Like, I would take all the time that I need. No, I don't care. I mean, it, it's, it's the pros. I mean, if you made it to that level, you've earned every right to be a douche and take all the time you want. No, I, I think you've earned the right Tyler. to be a douche, but you've earned the right to take the time you want. I don't. I disagree because those guys are so good. Like it shouldn't take them that long. Like I can play in an hour and twenty-five minutes by myself. Like they should be able to play in four hours tops with three of them. And when it's two of them, like come on. You Look, I totally fall. agree. <laughs> I, I totally agree, but Jamie it, and you are probably of all the people on this this call right now. You're the best golfer. So, and that pains me to say, I've never told you that before. Um, <laughs> Same man, thing. breaking news. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Like you know, for for what it's worth, your line of work has has led to that as of late. Okay, ain't no hobby. Let's <laughs> go. Um. I mean, yeah, I get to practice my game. Hey, anybody can be good if they have the time to dedicate to a craft, especially okay. golf. So, so you've played more golf than you probably ever played in your life right now. You're playing on on amazing condition, private courses. You have all of the amenities at your disposal. <clears throat> Do you know the difference between a 137 and a 135 swing? What do you mean? No. Um, <laughs> I mean, you got a little bit of wind. It's downhill. You're trying to get a number. You don't have a range finder. It, it 135, 137, 137 puts you a little deep. And just past the pin, it's going to catch the downhill and leave you, you know, a much longer putt. But if you can leave it at 135 or slightly less, then you're going to have an uphill putt. And, you know, that might be the difference between, I don't know, winning a tournament or not. Are you going to take it yeah. on it? But it's the same club. Like, it's just a different swing. Like it, it is. Different, it's three quarters. But are you going to take a minute to like, figure out, is it 135 or is it 137? Yeah, Are you going to consult with your take, caddy? I'm going to take a, a minute. I'm not going to sit there over the fucking ball forever and take 17 practice swings and then back off and check with my caddy again. Like, pull the fucking trigger. You're right. 
You're right. And, and another thing that I absolutely hate is when there's someone moving 200 yards down to the left and, you know, they're eating a fucking cheeseburger and they have and their they daddy, stop. hey, excuse me, can you stop chewing, please? Like, dude, dude shut that... up. Hit the damn ball. <laughs> hit like, the ball. Nothing I hate more than that. Hey, I, make, I sure that, make sure you yell four when you hit him with that cheeseburger. Me and the other pros were talking about that the other day because we were out for a few holes. And we, I was just like, I don't understand how pros will, like, back off a shot if there's people talking in the crowd. Like, you have a fucking crowd. Like, what do you expect? Like, fucking deal with it. And you've played tournament golf your entire life. You're pretty used to hitting the, a shot under pressure, dude. Like, hit yeah. the ball. They're, they're head the ball. cases. They absolutely they're babies. are. And yeah, they're babies. And that slows down play. Like, they should be able to play in four hours tops. They shouldn't I, take five hours. I totally agree with everything you're saying. However, once you get to that level, I, I, I don't agree with being put on the clock. Ah. Uh, I I mean I don't know the money the money that's there like I'm with you Jarv the TV's there people are there to watch you so just play yeah I mean I, I think the, the your playing partners the other pros they might give you crap you know you might be made fun of in the locker room and you know nobody will ever want to play a practice round with you and that's you know might be a risk you're willing to take but I don't whatever. think the should step in and, and tell you you have X amount of time or you get a penalty assessed I mean that just that doesn't seem like no. I don't know. I think it if they applied the rule to everybody, not select people like they sometimes do, or like select groups, it'd be one thing. But they do like I don't want to say single out people, but sometimes it feels like they single out certain groups. Yeah, maybe. Mm. I, I guess it's just at the discretion of the rules officials, right? It is hundred percent. Like, <clears throat> I mean. I've, we have a pace of play policy. Like, if you aren't on pace, like, we'll ask you to skip a hole or, like, catch up to the group ahead of you. As you should. I mean, again, because a slow group can ruin an entire Saturday for everybody behind them. Hey, I mean, oh, I hate one. Who kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> Let's move along here a little bit. I mean, it's a mental grind to sit there and have to wait five minutes in between shots or, like, ten minutes. I mean, that's – Adam Scott, when he missed that four-footer, sat there and waited and waited and waited. Like, I'm not that shocked that he missed a four-footer. Hey, James, he's terrible you... at putting. <laughs> he's always been terrible at putting. Hey, are you telling Dabo, Dabo's son, to Dabo's son's group to play on, play quicker? I have Absolutely. to today. Yeah, you had to were, today. No way. Yeah, they. That was a group. As, they yeah, they were playing as a fivesome because they were supposed to have two tee times, but three of the guys didn't show up, so they were playing as a fivesome. And I had to go out there and be like, "What the fuck are you guys doing playing as a fivesome?" Like, and they had a twosome behind them, and like four or five open holes, and weren't letting the twosome play through. That pissed uh, me off. Like, yeah, you're not better than it. anybody else. This damn podcast app supports slow play, kicking me out when I'm on my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> slow, slow playing you, Jarv. They it are. For. But hey. then they were super. They were super pumped that they had ordered food and forgot they ordered food, and I brought it out to them on the seventh hole, and they were pumped. <laughs> Did they finally let some people play through? 
Yeah, they'd already let the Tucson play through. How long would how long had the Tucson been bitching before you had to go out there though? Uh, they got like hole five. Them. No, they got caught behind them like hole three. So they they only were behind them for two holes and they were already bitching. I mean, I don't blame them. I would have bitched too. Like, they like, let them play through though, did they? Blame these they people pay like to go out there by hole five. So it sounds like there's a couple different egos at play here. One. How the hell does the group not know golf etiquette if they're paying, you know, that outrageous amount of money to be a member somewhere? And two, the guys playing behind them, I'm probably more on their side on this one, but, you know, yeah, they probably have enough of an ego to after two holes, they're like, you know, calling the pro shop saying, hey, come get them. Cat, it was David Sweeney, Sweeney's son. Well, go Cox. Yeah, that's who, that's who, like, was the five-star. The two-some behind them, I'm chill with. Uh, and, like, yeah. I was... uh, so, so, after hearing that, I am 150% on the side of the two-some behind them. Yeah. And they're yeah. your boys, too, Jamie. Like, they're, yeah, they're like, some, some regulars, some guys you, like, trust a little bit. I, I, okay, is, I get it now. Is Dabo a member? He's He is down at the Falls. Uh, so his son's probably get to do whatever. Blaine, can you hear us now? I can, Raider. All right, I just uh, can't. They can. Uh, I'm sure they probably can at the falls, but not <laughs> up here. <laughs> yeah, not up in not up in James Kearns' house. Not up no, in the Guru's that, house. Not on the like, Guru's, of course. You're, I don't want to say a nobody like up here, but you're just another member. Like at the end of the day, like. Everybody else pays the same. Like, I've got, I've told a billionaire to fucking hurry up. Like, I don't care to tell Dabo Sweeney's son to fucking fuck off for playing a, as a pirate hey. club. Hey, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> it's part of the job. Honestly, if you offend I them enough, maybe you can meet Dabo. Exactly. I mean, honestly, at, they're playing at like 4, 4.30. I didn't care like just let my two members play through like if you have people run up on you like let them play through but like y'all have fun don't fuck up the course like at the end of the day like it's about the that experience for them uh i want them to have a good time but also don't fuck don't piss off my members yeah i get that yeah that sounds sounds about right like, that sounds like, like a good fair. assistant like, pro answer right there, Jar. Don't you agree? That did, man. Yeah, yeah. that was damn right political, I think. It was. I, I loved I, it. I mean, it's just being in the – I mean, I'm in the hospitality industry. I am here because you guys pay money to be members here. Like, I wouldn't have a job without these people in a roundabout way. Like, I'm going to give you guys the best service I possibly can. But I'm also going to tell you to hurry the fuck up long. Like, I have other people to serve. Hey. I like it, man. Amy. Being in the Did you see any of their shots, man? <laughs> Actually, yeah. Dudes hit a dart into seven. Okay. Uh, uh, hey. Which is one of the hardest holes on the course. It's a really hard hole. Actually, hey, Cat, you're definitely making bogey on that hole. Oh, <laughs> all right, talking shit, Cat. All right, so oh, this, shit. Like, this is this is hole. on record right now. What, what, what 
first up, let me ask before I get in over my head. Let me ask, what is hole seven? It's a par four. <laughs> All right. And what is how left? long? Uh, from the from the if we played the back tees. I'm tipping it out. I'm not taking any bullshit. I don't want your charity, all right? All right. If we're tipping it out, that hole, you're going to have, I don't know, 205 into, and it's all water left. 205 into, all water left. What's right? Uh, Is there a bailout right? You can bail out right. All right. So what's the bet? You're saying bogey or worse, right? Bogey or worse. 100%. All right, so I want to read some odds on that because honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm damn near a bogey golfer anymore. Hey, I mean, hey, Jamie, what, hit me with those yardages again, real quick. Uh, I'm trying to find a scorecard to give you exact measurements because I, I want some juice on this because I've got a lot of confidence in the cat here. <laughs> whole seven. I'm glad you do. Hey, Jar, we'll, we'll get it there. Four sixty one. Okay. okay, 461, dog dog leg left, right? What do we got? No, it, it's pretty straight away. There's a cross bunkers in your landing zone. Best you left, best you right. Like, you have to hit a ball just to be in the fairway. How tight's uh, my landing area? It's tight. Mm. Like, the, from our, our landing area, uh, if you hit it short of the bunkers, you'll have, like, 215-ish in. Uh, if you're left of the bunkers, which is a little bit of fairway, probably like 25 yards wide, uh, you'll have like 190 in. But if you're left of that, you're in the thick shit. If I go off with three wood, hit something, say 275, I'm, you know, 275, 280, I'm going to hit a good three wood on that one. If I go off with three wood, am I over or short of the bunker? Or am I right in the freaking middle of it? Uh, 270 is right at the cusp. All right, so do I need to be short of that? Uh, I mean, the shorter you are, the longer you have in. It's 461. Yeah, so, yeah, so you hit up to 270, you got 190 in. I'll be honest, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have 190 into a lot of par fours. Um, <laughs> water all down the left. Um, but I can bail out right. You bail out right. <laughs> There's a pot bunker right. And if you're in that... <laughs> have fun because then you have lake behind the green. That's what like belling out right. You'll have a bunker that is right in front of the green. You really need to bell out like short right, depending on the flag. Well, let's be honest. I'm probably gonna think that I can hit you know my eight iron 190, and I can't. <laughs> um, so it will be short right. <laughs> and then uh, knowing me, I'll probably. Yeah, I'll miss the green. I'll keep it in play because I'll be scared to death to go left. So I'll end up way right. And then I'll have some kind of some in-between wedge. And I'll leave myself an awkward, let's say, 10 to 12 footer. And, uh, yeah, I don't really like my odds of making par. But if you give me enough juice, I'd put money on it. I'm putting money All on right, the juice, Jar. That's what I'm saying. I say you, you, you right. got to give me a little bit there. Though. I'm not going straight up. I'll give you, like, what do you think, three and a half to one, five to one? Hold on, so so you're giving so I get plus like four eighty on Jarv getting a getting an up and down here, getting a par. You're basically plus four eighty on me paring hole seven. Jarv, I feel like you're gonna. That's a random. 
here's my thing. I feel like you're going to be in a zone by that point in time. I'm going to be getting getting some swing juice in you, you know, <laughs> maybe made a putt or two by then, and you're going to no have way. a good hold there and par no it. No way. Uh, All right. Start. I'll take it, plus 480. Is that what we're landing on? Is that the random number we've decided on? Because if so, I, I'm here on record right now saying I'll put money on it. Plus right. 480. I'm all in. Plus 480. What do y'all want? How much you, you want on it? You tell me. You're the one that's going to pay out more than me. <laughs> I doubt it. I'll put 10 on that for sure. So, All right. Okay. So we got t- 10 on it. So if I make bogey or worse, I only owe you $10. If I pour it, you're giving me 48 no, it's not. Did I do that math right? I I no, think that I was, was right. 48. I think that was accurate right? math. Yeah, I think that was right, Jarv. How am I not getting forty-eight if you don't? Like I'm getting because, plus two because I got on. You're getting right? the plus four eighty. He's betting ten dollars. That's one unit. We're only betting one unit on Jarv. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm not betting forty-eight dollars. After hearing how you describe that hole, I mean, yeah, I think I honestly a one in five chance of me parring this hole might be generous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it's a tough course, cat. No, what's going to happen is you're going to make a birdie on six. And you're going to feel good about your game. PBFU, like, dude, it's a post birdie fuck up hole for sure. <laughs> because like one is a is a is a bogey. Like just go ahead and write down five on one. I think I've only made par on that hole like. Two times playing from the back tees, maybe two times. The second hole, you might make par. You're probably making bogey. The third hole, you'll make a par. And the fourth hole, you might make a par. The fifth hole, you're taking a bogey. It's like two thirty from the back tees okay. on a par three. It's a tough hole. You might make a par. You're definitely birdie in six. It's five eighteen, reachable in two, and then you're going to have a bogey for sure on seven. Plus 480, I mean, though. I'm still rolling with it. I, say, I, I don't doubt you on me making a bogey or worse. Um, but I, I will bet on myself all day. I, I've got enough ego to do that. <laughs> Jordan, what are, you, what are you taking? I'm going to take the bogey. <laughs> Smart money. <laughs> Smart money. How funny. I'll, I'll demo you. I'll put five bucks on it, Jarvis. <laughs> We, right, we, we can settle up whenever we, you know, get there or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and this is happening now. We just spoke this into existence. There will yeah. be money riding on hole seven. On hole seven. I'm excited for hole seven now. Right. I don't know if you saw that text, but I'm down for sure. <laughs> oh, were you? It, it only comes back on a Monday, I think. Yeah, it's a, it's a Friday to a Monday. Oh. Catching flights. I could do that. Catching flights. Catching flights. Right, you may be there in person now to do it. No, you'd land in you'd land in Asheville at four fourteen. What day uh, are y'all playing golf? We're playing that Friday. Oh, Friday okay. and Saturday. That's, that, yeah, that's about the time we'd be teeing off, so you could meet us on like hole three or four. Uh I can have As long as she's there by seven, that's all that really matters at this point in time. I could yeah, I could have my buddy who drives Uber pick you up. From the airport, he would he would do, he works at the course, so he'd just be able to go through the gate and get you in there. You just grab a car or have them shuttle you out to whatever hole we're on, and then you just fly back Monday. It's forty three dollars each way. 
it's not bad. Like before taxes not bad. and all, that's, but that's, like that's a value. <laughs> I mean, then you would get to play not only my course, but then we get to play Sequoia as well. And there's a casino, and it's the Ryder Cup, and there's college football. Later. Think it yeah, over. This- this is like a borderline wet dream. And Raider, it looks like for $43 each way, you can have a wet dream, dude. That is worth it. I will pay for it. <laughs> like, legit pay for it. So that you can come and join most, us. Jar, most wet dreams cost more than that, don't they? I don't know how far you are from Austin, but figure About out a way and to a half. get there. Yeah, drive the hour fucking and a half to come up here. Dude, keep Austin weird. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> We've definitely gotten weird tonight. I love it, though. Yeah, We've gone off the rails. Have... <laughs> we I, won't hear I, English, I, and we have now got to the trip, which I love. Let's I'm get very weird. considering like throwing a banger. If, uh, if we're getting ready to get two queen beds for the guest bedrooms, like we have a couch, like we have plenty of space here. And we got the perfect little wiffle ball field. I'm going to set that up for us so we can play drunken wiffle ball or some two-hand touch. We got the ball. home hole, too. Like, will, will, will the hole be ready? Will the hole be ready? Ah, I mean, we're already going to be playing enough golf. Like, we need to fucking <laughs> around in the yard. <laughs> it's just a dream. FedEx Cup Top 30. Uh advance to East Lake. We got 70 in the field. How much extra pressure do you feel like that kind of adds to these guys when they when they know they're inside that number? I mean, we saw Keith Mitchell go, you know, and what get four straight birdies end his round the other day to get inside the top 70. Like these guys are definitely scoreboard peaking. I, I just wonder how much of an effect it has on them uh knowing what they've got to get to while they're playing these final rounds in this tor- tournament format. I think it depends on who you are. If you're a big, well-known, you know, big name, well-known golfer that has already made your money and you're set, you probably have a lot less pressure. You know, I mean, whatever you make in the playoffs is great, right? If you're trying to flirt with that top thirty line, you're probably not flirting with the fifteen million. So, you know, if you've already made all your coin and you're guaranteed a spot next year and all that, all that good stuff, you probably don't have too, too much pressure. But if you're one of those lesser-known guys and you're trying to make a name for yourself or you're trying to guarantee you know, your tour card for years to come and all that other stuff, yeah, you bet your ass you're, you're, you're feeling it. I mean, um, to those guys, it's all about where they end up on the money list and all this other stuff. And, yeah, making it through the FedEx Cup playoffs and making it to Eastlake, that's huge. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because – we're just kind of thinking about some of these certain dudes. So I almost want somebody who's motivated, right? Like a Charlie Hoffman or a Paul Casey, maybe like a Keith Mitchell or a Kokrak. Somebody who's motivated um, come down the you know the final stretch to make sure they get inside that cut line and then play on Sunday for something, as opposed to a DJ or you know a Rory, who you know they might not be as uh, might not be as into it on a Sunday. Um, I think those are guys to look out for. Like, you know, a guy I really like this week, though, is Hovland. I mean, although he's going to have to get a new putter since he smashed his <laughs> on Monday. But, I mean, 
I don't know. I feel like he's I feel like he's a guy worth looking into and watching. Like he's been playing well of late. I feel like he's gonna gonna get a win here soon. He's gotta be pretty secure in the top thirty though, right? Yeah, uh, I, I agree. He's playing hot and you know, if you're looking at him to potentially win this week, I, yeah, I could see that. But I mean, I feel like he's played good all year. He's gotta be in the top thirty already. I'd like to think so, but I don't know. The playoff the FedEx Cup points move so quick. All right, here I got it pulled up. Um Hovland is fourteenth coming into this week. So he I mean, unless he has a terrible week, he should be okay. Yeah, should make it um, on the outside looking in at the thirty one spot is Kiz, your boy Kevin Kisner. Um thirty two, Keegan Bradley, that'd be a cool one. Kisner's gonna have a good week though, I have a, I have a feeling. After playing think, bad last week. I think Kisner makes it to East Lake. He he's gotta move up one spot. Um if there's any other ones on here. Uh, I mean, this past this past week was just like a post post victory. Like, I mean, they never not a whole lot of tour players play well after. Phil's got to Phil's got to play real well though to make Phil it. Phil is at the seventy spot. He is the last last one to make it to this week. Yeah, he's hey, going to have to basically win. Where this is a bombers course. For some reason, I really like Corey Connors to play well here. Like when he played at Bay Hill, played real well, was tied for the third. Like he's a forty-five to one. I mean, he played man. well this past week. Yeah, he played well past week. He played well to British. For some reason, I'm liking Corey Connors. I feel like he's like the next guy to win a tournament. Like everyone's been winning other than Louis. I wonder what Corey Connors is on like a top five or a top ten bet. Got to be pretty I, I, good. I think a top five or a top ten bet I like, but. It seems like in these FedEx Cup playoffs and like towards the end, it's the big names that tend to win these tournaments, right? Yeah, I mean, does seem last, to be. Last year, Dustin Johnson wins at East Lake. You know, uh, well, Tony Finau, big name, debatable, but BMW I'd say he last, is. last year, John Rom won. <laughs> I, I think Tony Finau is a big name. Uh, Just consistency know. winning. Like, I mean, he was still top nine in the world, like without a win. Other than Puerto Rico, so he was a damn good player. He's consistently close to winning. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, he's on that TFS yeah. level. He is. Um, yeah, it just seems like as you're coming down the stretch here, it's the big names that tend to win these tournaments for whatever reason. That um, fifteen million dollars, maybe, maybe that's the reason. It matters to a lot of them other than Cam Smith. Yeah. Again, how do you not love Joe Dirt? I mean, that guy's incredible. <laughs> Everything about him. You know, hey, another thing that, to think about here, I, I think is the fact they say it's such a such a bomber's course and, like, such a big, big, big ballpark and they want people to be aggressive. Like, feels like a spot Bryson could play well. Maybe a Scotty Scheffler. Um, what about Sam Burns? Other than, like, the way, the fact that that stash looks rather Flanderish, um, like – uh, y'all like Sam Burns? Sam Burns currently 12th in the FedEx Cup standings. A win would do a lot of good for the kid. I mean, that could put him right up in there going into East Lake. Plus 5,000 on the odds, too. Ayo. Your boy Harris English is up there. He's eighth on the list. Hey, Dude, I don't, I don't, 
Washington thing good. I don't know how you don't say Harris English is a is a pick for your Ryder Cup team, Jarv. I didn't yeah, say he wasn't yeah. a pick. I just said ah. I would pick Patrick Reed over him. Okay. Okay. I, I, I didn't say I wouldn't pick him. I, I didn't say he wasn't in the top twelve. All You're just I'm saying, saying you take Key Reed over him. If you look at Ryder Cup and you tell me that I've got a match play or some kind of team event or alternate shot or something like that, and you give me Harris English in the Ryder Cup or you give me Patrick Reed in the Ryder Cup, I, I don't like Patrick Reed. Okay. Because based off of body of work and how he plays in match play and how he, he shows up as Captain America for the freaking Ryder Cup. You're I'm taking Patrick Reed. Over a lot of guys. And, and again, I don't like Patrick Reed. But he, what about he shows Webb? up for the Ryder Cup. Would you take Webb Simpson? Or Patrick Reed? Give me P. Reed. I feel you. What about you? I think... I don't think Patrick Reed makes it. Not this year. He might oh, he's going to make he's gonna make the team. I mean, unless the, the double ammonia is, you know, worse than we think. But, I mean, if nothing else, he's going to make it as a captain's pick. Dude, why does everyone want Patrick Cantley on the team? I don't see it. Because he's fourth in FedEx Cup standings this year? Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. know, dude. It feels like it's been a while since he's played really well, other than that win, like, a while back. But it hasn't he been is. that long. I guess it's only been, like, a, like maybe a month and a half ago now. In Ryder Cup standings, he's actually one behind P. Reed at the 11th spot right now. Mm. I'd rather have Scotty Scheffler than Patrick Cantley. So outside looking in, just based off of the standings, and granted, only the top six get in based off points, but outside looking in of the top 12, you got Webbo at 13, Scotty Scheffler at 14, Billy Horschel at 15, no chance, Jason Cockrack 16, no chance, Sam Burns, no chance unless he wins, Kevin Kisner in the 18th spot. I mean, I would love Kevin Kisner to be on the team, but he's going to have to finish the year real, real, real strong. Ain't no hobby. <laughs> I think uh, he has to play well, but I think we kind of looked at um, was the fact that you've got his relationship with Stricker. Like, yeah. they're boys. I mean, maybe he, mm-hmm. he, he kind of wants that in the room. I, I think Kevin Gisner has to be a good teammate. He's as American as they come. Um, at, just because he's like, a guy's guy, he he should be on the team. And energy to the room, I think you probably have. Like, you know, I, we kind of throw this out here, and we were going to have a little little draft here, um, fellas. For for kind of guys, we talked about this golf the golf trip here a lot, the fall golf trip. Who would be the PGA Tour guys that you would kind of want to have in a, in a event like that? Kind of drafted here, kind of going a little. Little rotisserie style uh, snake draft here. Uh, we'll go ahead and give um, Cat the first pick, Jamie the second, Raider third, and I'll come in fourth. All right. So just so we're clear, you're saying it's me plus three, and we're going a foursome on a golf trip. Yeah. All right. Um, PGA Tour players. So we're we're, we're going to try and we're going to draft about two or three of them to come with us. And who would be my ideal foursome? Me plus three. Ideal All right. Yep. Um, is Tiger available? What kind of bullshit is that? Yeah. All right, then give me Phil. Well, I got to strong, strong pitch. I, I got to go lefty. I, I mean, that's my guy. Yeah. And for you too. I mean, 
I got to go left. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Solid pick. I think uh I think Jamie Who's next. I think Jamie's next. Mm. Is our boy Pat Perez still in the FedEx Cup? I if he's it. not, he's still allowed. But yeah, he's, I mean, he's he's not. I'll, this is the, the tour. This is just the tour at this point in time. Yeah, I, I, I said we just make it guys, guys, we picking our foursome. Yeah. Crawling. Yeah, I'm going go Pat Perez. I'm going to go kids. All right, so with, with my number one, I took Phil. Jamie's got Pat Perez. Who's next? Ray, are you in there, buddy? I'm going to go Justin Thomas. Out there dropping f bombs with JT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take Kisner, man. I'm gonna take Don't Kisner with the four spot. Don't blame me. Um, and then fifth, I'm I'm gonna go with my boy Tony fucking Finau, man. TFF. Uh, he obviously knows how to throw down on some food. I think he'd be a fun be a fun playing partner there. Yeah, I like I like TFF there. Um, all right, so we're Raider. not going play, players that are. Oh, it's snake traps. So Red, are you TFF? Yeah, stupid. Charp jumping the gun. I like it though. I was ready. Uh, <laughs> it's draft season. I I'm gonna go Morikawa. Ooh. Okay. Raiders trying to win this fucking thing. Absolutely. He's playing for points. Do you really think Morikawa is the guy that's going to get drunk and have a good time on a golf trip? I don't think yeah, so. Watch that. <laughs> I mean, he might. He's he's not far removed from college, but I mean, that cinnamon toast crunch uh, head covers he got was pretty frosty, though. Those were pretty cool. Those were pretty cool. Maybe he might have a few. He might have a few with you. He might not. Have, he's probably not having more than a few. Yeah. Finau's definitely got to be a drinker, too. I mean, you, you order that at McDonald's at 3 a.m., you put down a few. <laughs> uh, I think for my second pick, I'm going to go with my boy DB Straight Vibin. Okay. You know, he's about to be drinking some beers, might go out on the yacht. Be vibing with DB Straight Vibin. I like Girl it. Story. I don't hate that. Yeah, I like it. Not to mention, DB Straight Vibin got some local ties because he's engaged to a girl from Charleston. Yeah, Hurricane, if I believe right. That's, yeah, give or take. Hurricane, yeah. That's the area, the, the Valley area, give or take. Yeah. So you have that. You have that going for you. Probably, uh, might have some local connections. To football might follow it. Maybe. Doubt you it. Never know. Maybe. Yeah, doubt it. Doubt it. But you know. All right, so I'm going to surprise you all with this next one. But with number two, give me my boy Ian Poulter. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. We I knew you were going to have there. we're going to have a good time. We're going to show up to the course in our freaking sports car. I'm going to go and have and chips. A, an amazing lunch. No, we're not eating fish and chips. I mean, he's not. Hey, he, he's in America now. We're going to go to a nice steakhouse on his dime. Um, <laughs> we'll probably post a really cool, arrogant 
you know, social media, Instagram posts, something like that. You know, me and Paul have a good old time. That, that was actually Bo. <laughs> the, the dog oh, was yeah, he's ready for bed too. Um, you got one more around out like, there. The foursome there, Jar. Felt like a All right, great so I got Poulter, and with my next one, dude, give me Joe Dirt. Uh-huh, give me Cam Smith. Yeah, dude, we're gonna go out. We're gonna have a good time. Hey, look, hey, Phil's gonna be out there trying to take our money, and, and, and Poulter's gonna be out there, you know, making Instagram videos. It'll be real fun. Me and Cam Smith are gonna have a keg strapped to the back of the golf cart and get absolutely hammered out there, just sloshed on some Fosters, and then we're gonna go fishing on all the lakes on the course afterwards. It's gonna be a hell of a day. Make Phil and Poulter ride in a cart together. Can you imagine that? How fun would that be? The the egos and the checkbooks those those guys have. Could, oh, could you imagine every hole? Could you imagine the side plot? And, and <laughs> you know, me and Cam Smith. We again, we're drunk on the Fosters, Australian for beer. And all we're <laughs> gonna do is sit there and be like, "Hey, hey, Pulse, you got a little close to the pin against Phil? Let's put five hundred k on this one, huh? Hey, you want to throw another Ferrari on this one?" Uh, just stir it up, man. Just stir dude, it up. I would shit. just sit there and stir the pot and watch those egos <laughs> clash all day. It would be so fun. Absolutely. Uh, that's great. Your all's foursome might beat mine, but I promise we'll have more fun. Hey, man, I got that. kids in mind, though. We're, we're going to have some fun. But that's I like true. your foursome, though, Jarv. I really do. Me and my boys are just going to have a chillax day of fucking beating on the ball. Who's your uh, fourth there, Jamie? My fourth shot pick. I'm going to go with, my bo- with Scotty Scheffler. Okay. I think he'd just be one of the boys, like, fucking out there, like, dicking around. Chill out. Plus, you need some length off the tee, and he'll have it for you. <laughs> exactly. Yep, yep. Let's see. Oh, well, Raider was going to be our next pick, but he's he's off. Something happened No longer there. with us. No longer with us. <laughs> um, I don't know, so... I guess I'll uh, I'll go ahead and make my last pick there. Uh, <laughs> this Raider's gone. Man, we we're talking talking all about how he's a pretty cool guy. Um, I'm gonna pick John Rom mm. to go out there with us and, and and kick it. Feel like he'd be fun. Was thinking maybe about a Max Homa so he could just like roast the swings all day of everybody. Seems like he's a pretty sarcastic guy. Uh, but um, I'm gonna go John Rom. Don't blame you. Get down you know him. And, you know him and Finau are boys, so like you know they ride together. Maybe me and kids kicking it, drinking a little bit. Like it sounds like that'd be a fun day. Yeah, for sure. Just so you gotta think about. Like, Did you ride the car with like Sky Shuffler and DB? Get along together, like I just sit back there and fucking crack jokes with Pat Perez all day, yeah. and just make make sure make sure his caddy's somewhere somewhere around, reminisce on those days and those stories. Yeah, for sure, man. So, do we know exactly though how this top thirty works um, in terms of how it goes for next week at uh at East Lake? Like how it how it works, how they kind of separate it up. A, a ten shot head start, basically. Over number and, 30. Yeah, because I think the leader starts out at like 10 and like the last place is at like minus one or minus two or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe even. 
and then it just goes from there. That's yeah. I just I don't like that. I don't know. Like you've played golf all year to get to this point. Like, why aren't you just going to play golf like this week? Like it it doesn't make a lot. I guess I get it if like because golf is such a random game. Like the, the number one person who's been number one in the FedEx Cup all year, like could get beat that week. But that's golf. Like. Yeah, it, exactly. Like that is golf. Like that. I mean, why are you in, in, in no other tournament? All you parts. Um, yeah, you're already playing against the field of thirty. Like, go beat the go beat them. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, and and you know, even if you're gonna do it, like maybe put them in tiers of like, like the one through five players are all like a stroke ahead of maybe the eight through ten. And maybe keep them within like five shots of each other. If you really feel the need or and compelled to have some advantage heading into that week, like at least do it that way. Like ten strokes or, is just that's just nuts. I mean, honestly, make the tour championship match play and bracket it out if you're going to give them that uh, much of a lead. Now that would be pretty cool. But then, but then you have the whole argument. Well, I mean, some one loses a sixty-four and eight. But you know what? You lost in eighteen holes. Like that person was. I mean, give, Raider give wanted like, Rom because he. Ch- <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say you could give like the top, say five, like first round buys or whatnot, to where they're automatically going to the second round. Uh, and that's their advantage of being like the the FedEx Cup leaders, like a ten stroke lead, like bullshit. 10 strokes is, it's just, it's, that's obscene, really, when you get down to it. Just, and like, I mean, yeah, you tear them off, but like, what's the fucking point? Two shot lead over like the number 10 guy? Like, I just don't get it. Nah, it's, it's, there, there's really no reason for it. Like, it just doesn't, it, I don't know. I mean, I know they're trying to make it cool in the format, like, oh, more people are, we give more people a chance, to... but it, it just doesn't. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. Um, and we do have Raider Raider, which he would have been able to. Can you guys hear me now? Back with DJ. We can hear you now, Jarv. All right, we're back. Yeah, Jarv is back. We uh, we pretty much said that Raider Raider said that he was going to get Rom, which he could have gotten. Um. But we're not letting him switch out, so we'll let him have DJ. And he says he just wants to stare at Paulina's ass. So, hey, I didn't know she was coming with us, but I can't yeah, blame him. I can't, can't blame him. If we were ever to allow a significant other on a trip, she might get the pass. I, I think she would. Uh, and I think everyone would be okay with that. Amanda uh, doesn't for it, Paulina, personally. but She's no longer <laughs> in the picture. Okay, she's gone. she's not. But she gone. still, I'm just saying... <laughs> Amanda Duffner was bay. Hey, Jarv, looking at these foursomes, by the way, here real quick. Uh, (laughs) We could talk about Amanda Duffner all day. Um, But, and we probably should instead of this anyway. But who who are you taking to win? You like, you're saying you you, you say you guys aren't winning. Are are we taking Raiders team? 
So I'm not saying I'm not winning. Hold up now. Okay. I, I did not say that. Okay. It, it depends on what we're playing, but I've got Poulter, who is excellent in match play. I've got Phil, who can shit talk better than anybody. And when it comes down to you know a small little team event, that matters. Uh, he can get in your all's head and get in your wallet faster than anybody. Um, you've got me, arguably the weakest link. Um, <laughs> and then Cam Smith, dude shot a fucking 60 the other day. How are you going to yeah. bet against that? No, my, my team, we're going to be the drunkest, the most fun. And afterwards, we're all going to go to a nice steakhouse and go fishing. It's going to be incredible. It's, 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 it's a pretty good, good force from there, John. It I is. mean, if, if granted, if you look at Ryder Cup standings, FedEx Cup standings, you know, pretty much all of the Everything result, else. Um, you know, yeah, if you look at actual actual golf play, we might not be the strongest. But, you know, a, a true underdog. I think my team's going to drink some. It's a true underdog. Drinking, we, we would be the most fun. Uh, we would get probably the, the most attention from the car grills because I, I can only imagine the, you know, I'm a cheap ass, but but Poulter and Phil are going to tip incredibly. That's true. Poulter um, and Phil would be the best tippers for sure, absolutely. Um, and then uh, they would love Cam Smith's hair. Hey, Cam's going to show up with a, a bag full of beer, you know, he's got all the money in the world and he's still going to smuggle his own, his own fosters in because who wants to pay for it, you know? Are those- are, do you think those pins and aces thing is worth it? I'm thinking about getting one before the trip. I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's like a it's essentially a, a club sleeve that lo- is essentially just for beers that you can put in your bag. How many does it hold? I think it's like eight. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, cooler's still a cooler, and you've got one of those, and you're kind of good, and then you buy them on the course. It's a good idea. I mean, does it keep them cold? I think it's supposed to keep them real cold. If it keeps them cold, that ain't bad. Got that Yeti technology, you know. I'm sure Rom and Finau both would chug one of those down. Kisner would, you know, be we shotgun him beers. Kisner would uh, be a good time. After watch like Kisner, watch if, college you, if you guys weren't playing good, Kisner would just come right around with us. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he would come with Team Fun. Team Fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I think Team Fun would be like right right behind our team. We'd probably be like if we were like playing scramble play. Like accountability partners, and by the like whole eight, we'd probably just be shotgun and not even worrying about the round. Yeah, Raiders are kind of win thing. And yeah, well, you know, I mean, I, I I think Raiders team JT and those guys would get tight. Morikawa, they wouldn't be ready for all that. DJ you, might though. DJ either would play lights out just because he doesn't care, or would just not play good at all because he doesn't care. Hey, that's why I like him this week, by the way. I think he's going to play yeah. really well. On those bent yeah. grass greens up north. He comes out of nowhere sometimes and then just plays really, really fucking well. I don't know. Like, I know that kind of got off the topic of us trying to win this thing or not, but I think DJ's sneaky this week. I'll all right, so FedEx Cup standings. Let's pick a winner for FedEx Cup and then wrap this up. But I like that jar. Yeah. Right now, Tony Finau, after his win last week, is number one. John Rom right behind him. Cameron Smith right behind him. Then Patrick Cantley, Justin Thomas round out the top five. Um, now you, you can go on down the list behind that, and there's still two events to play. So if you know any one of these guys gets a win and then a really good you know top five, top ten finish, it can be anyone's. Um, but who was your pick to win it all? 
I think uh, Bryson could potentially be that guy. Bryson coming into this week at the nine spot. I think he's going to win this week, potentially. They said it's a long hitter's course. Yeah. I, I like DJ as well. Yeah. Where's DJ at? Uh, the 22nd spot. Hmm. But again, I mean, they, there's a small amount of points between these guys. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like this week's weighted pretty heavily, too, though, correct? I, I believe so. I think they, they get, yeah. as they get closer to the end, they become worth more. Um, yeah. And, you know, through the top 30, there's, you know, roughly, honestly, less than 2,000 points between all of them. And I think a win is worth like, last week it was worth a thousand so it's probably worth more this week so i mean uh, if you're in the top 30 and win this week you're right there mm. so really nobody's out of it right um you know who right, well, that, that's a lot. i mean if, if you're towards the end of it, i mean phil coming in at the 70 spot he literally needs to win but that i mean even even then though he's 2,557 points behind, and if this week's worth 2,000 points, which it might not be, but again, last week was worth 1,000. Maybe this week's worth 1,500. I don't know, but I mean... I bet you a top 10 gets him in next week. A top 10 definitely gets him in the top 30, I would believe. Yeah, you'd have to think, right? Yeah, you'd certainly think so. Um, I know I know what Harry Higgs was pumped to get in at number 69. Maybe he has some magic. Nice. Nice. Yeah, he actually did that, too. <laughs> If for that reason alone, he's got to make it to, to right. the at final least, round, right? At least the East Lake. Got to make it yeah. to the Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he has to have a week, I think. Mm. He's got to have a couple weeks. Jamie, who you like to know, man? 38. I mean, he could probably, like, top 10 and then get in. Something around there. Um, I like – I really want to take my boy Harris English. Sneaky pick, but it ain't that sneaky. He's eighth right now overall. I mean, he is I right know. there. Uh, way, way dark horse. I think it'd just be a fitting end of the season. Stewie, Stewie sneaks, sneaks around and wins FedEx Cup. Oh awesome. man, that would be awesome. Hey, I guarantee well. you, a guy who's not going to win the FedEx Cup is Brooks Cupcake. You think so? I don't think he's winning it at all. No way. Dude, last year, DJ won it. Big names always win it. It's not a major, but it's worth a lot of money. I think he's. I think he's too into this match with Portnoy, with El Presidente. That that's better for his social game. Yeah, I don't think he's focusing right now on the FedEx Cup. You might not or, be. Yeah. I don't know. You might not be. I, I just kind of. I think he's going to lose to him too. Playing lefty. Playing lefty might fuck up his swing. Honestly. That's what I'm thinking. I don't love that before the Ryder Cup. No, I, I I would agree with that. I mean, I don't. You don't think that messes with him? <laughs> I think it has to, right? I mean, taking I mean, it from I, the lefty, right? Wouldn't you say if you played right-handed, you know, you don't think he's up? played lefty before? No, I'm I'm sure he has. I'm I'm sure he has, but I mean. No, I think those guys are at that level. Like, yeah, they've practiced. I'm sure they definitely have. But have they on live stream and like versus for charity? I don't even care about the live stream thing. But have they? Have they in the FedEx Cup right before the Ryder Cup? 
No. Yeah, but the FedEx Cup doesn't mean shit to Brooks Cupcake. Like, he already has millions of dollars. Like, another 15 mil, like, if you want it, like, cool. But he doesn't give a shit about that stuff. Like, do you he acts like he does, but I don't give a shit who you are. 15 million matters. Yeah, even Cam Smith, as much as he, he'd buy some more fishing equipment at least with 15 million. He at he least buys some more fishing equipment. But, guess what else that does? Hey, that 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 makes him it, more of a household name. That gets him more endorsement deals. That that I'm not going to say that changes Cam Smith's life because he's probably living a pretty lavish life at the moment. But I that mean, drastically improves Cam Smith's life. And yeah. I appreciate that he acts like he doesn't give a shit. But <laughs> but he but he I has mean, yeah. to. But you have to it, somewhat I, give a shit. I don't know that it makes him a household name. I mean, does the normal average golf fan know who Billy Hoss is? Probably not. Not everybody. Does the average person... Has Billy Hoss won a FedEx Cup? Yeah, he won it when he yeah. jammed out of that stand against Hunter Mahan. Oh, you're right. Yep. Yeah. He was good for a little bit after that, and he's kind of fallen back. Good recall. But I mean, Billy Ho, when he won two FedEx Cup events in the like the playoffs, like he's a bigger name if you like golf, but like. But you don't know him outside of golf fans. You're right. You're right. Yep. Yep. Like the FedEx Cup isn't, there's not prestige and history behind it. It's 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 not a major. I think it's payday. I I think it's getting up there, though. I think people are more interested in it. They're trying to get it up there with this playoff format and, and narrowing the field down and putting a huge purse on it. They're, they're doing everything they can. But, I mean, at this point in the year, all of the majors are done and over with. It's true. And casual golf fans are kind of checked out. I mean, That's it's true. football season. Like, yeah, it's football season. How do you compete with, with But it's not there yet, golf? though. I mean, you can compete with the preseason right now. It's week zero. I mean, I, I'll say this. that Well, it is now. It's week zero. But – I mean, the thing about it is, like, that tournament last week and having that Monday finish out there in New York, the way it was with those views, like, I bet you a lot of people were into that that wouldn't have been into a lot of other things because there wasn't football one yet. I think the Monday finish – Probably not. It, it, yeah, but most it. people I, – I think most so. Most people are at work. Well, see, I, you're right. That's why I hesitated because, for me personally, the Monday finish actually allowed me to watch it. Uh, you know, Sunday we're out running around doing stuff, and at this point, you know, yeah, it, it's not a major, it's not a huge tournament that you you know marked on your calendar. Yeah, that you got to be watching. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, if that tournament would have taken place on Sunday, yeah, I might have caught the finish. You know, I probably would have tried to sit down and catch the back nine. But I mean, I don't know. We're running around doing stuff. It, it wouldn't have been a priority. But on Monday, you get home from work, and you know. Hey, there's live golf yeah. on. This is kind of yeah. Cool. They're, I mean, they're sitting there on hole five. By the time you're getting ready to get off of work at like you know, two thirty. But but to Jamie's point, yeah, you're right. And, FedEx and I really, did do really that, by the way, fellas. I did do that text, by the way. What's that? To the boss. Oh, that, that's hilarious. The group text. I was trying to be like, "Yo, Jarvis, on hole five, no big deal." You can do in fouls and sent it to the wrong the wrong te- the wrong group chat. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't look great, great whenever it was like you know 2 30 on a monday yeah yeah i mean you're working from home what do they expect you to just like not have the tv on i don't know i don't know i wouldn't sweat it oh i don't care yeah. one bit but i just thought it was hilarious that it actually i think it's absolutely hilarious <laughs> i couldn't yeah. believe it i was like oh really oh well yeah. but yeah but but jamie to your point about the <laughs> yeah, sorry, stuff, really yeah. not being that big of a deal 
you know, we, we, we jokingly say, you know, we're golf nerds, but we truly do watch a lot of golf. We consume a lot of this and yeah. Would you all have, have planned your weekend around last week? No. No, I don't. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, 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 a little bit of the Monday finish, and that was all of the golf that I watched last week. I mean, I was at work, like I don't get to watch that much. But honestly, same. Like I said, I mean, we were out of town this weekend, but but yeah, had that tournament ended on Sunday, I might have caught the tail end. But you know, I actually got to watch more of it because it was on Monday. Um, and even then, it wasn't like I was, you know, totally dialed in and tuned in and all that. It was just on in the background. Had that been yeah. a, a major or or a players or even some of the bigger tournaments? I mean, had that been the, the memorial or I think I you know I think Jarv, you just named the big ones right there. And then it kind of after that, it's like kind of like okay, that's probably I about mean, when the FedEx Cup comes into play. I mean, the Ryder Cup's obviously, I'd say, right up there at the level of a major. Well, Ryder Cup's awesome because it's an every four-year thing. Yeah. I mean, that it's something you don't get all the time. Yeah. And it's it's team play. It's America versus the world, like it versus Europe. Um, you know, it, it that's something different, and it's limited. You know, you always want what you can't have all the time. Yep. Um, no, yeah, Ryder, Ryder Cup qualifies as something that we sit and watch. Um, I mean, you, na- you name, like, the memorial and the players, like – I mean, yeah, they're bigger tournaments, but, like, I don't know that I sit down and, like, schedule my days out to watch, like, the players in the memorial either. No, you don't You don't plan your weekend around them. If it's a major, well, it's a different story. I would agree. Wholeheartedly. Yeah, I but, mean, the majors, the majors are different for a reason, right? Even, like, every day, every day, every week, tour stops. Are we making a case for Brooks Kepka right now? No, I see. Here's the thing, though. Here's I was trying to say, Jarv. I feel like at least by the time you get to Friday afternoon, you come home, you watch a little bit of golf, even some of these normal tournaments. The way the playoffs have all these playoffs have been finishing up, it's still exhilarating and exciting to watch. So I'm not making the case for Brooks Kepka here. I might be though, because last Friday when I got off work, I watched the damn Little League World Series. <laughs> well, and there was live golf on. Little League World Series is great though. It is. That kid from <laughs> South Dakota is incredible. That's the next it's, Chris it's, Sale. It's it's worth like, dude. He looks like Chris Sale. He does. He's worth watching him right now. I mean, I, I could. You know what? You're probably right in terms of saying you could take take it that over the uh, the Wyndham Wyndham Open over there in Greenville. Well, and, and you know what? For what it's worth, why do we watch the Little League World Series? Because you it's don't limited. Have to get to watch it because yep. it, it's limited. That's why you love the majors because it's limited. I, I mean, what it boils down to is we all have extremely short attention spans, so it either to needs to, to be worth a ton. Exactly. So it needs to be worth a ton. Or it needs to be something special or something different and something that's limited that you can We're going to limit the conversation now. It's going to be fun to see what happens at Kays Valley uh, leading into East Lake. We'll be back with a little Top 30 East Lake preview next week for us leading into the Ryder Cup. going to be a fun fall of golf. And I know everyone is super excited about it, uh, even if Jamie's saying he's only going to watch the majors. 
we'll get them around on that. I think you get in there and see the birdie fest that we saw this past weekend at Liberty National. If Case Valley plays tough and is a bomber's course and allows these guys to really kind of show their stuff, it's going to be fun to watch. Cannot wait to do it. We'll be back talking more football this week. Going to also get some NFL into the conversation. Until next time, you guys take it easy.